0: Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Take home the Honda of your dreams during the Honda Dream Garage Spring event going on now. Visit NorthernOhioHondaDealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro.
1: This week, government surveillance through social media, security cameras, telecommunications networks, and mobile devices. We'll also look at government efforts to reduce robocalls, global warming, wind power on Lake Erie, and teensy tiny little robots that may one day clean your teeth. All this and more coming up. In Washington, Democratic Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown is opposing efforts by the Social Security Administration to reduce fraud by monitoring social media. Here's why: If
2: someone who has worked all her life and, or all his life and is disabled and receiving disability pay dares to dance with his daughter at her wedding and post it on Facebook, and the government, Big Brother sees it, they they could deny. Social Security disability. It's mean-spirited, it's big government, it's big brother. The administration should be ashamed of themselves for this, period.
1: Do you know if they're actually doing it now or they're just thinking about doing
2: it? Well, we have said, don't do it. Senator Casey, who lives next door in our state, Pennsylvania, Senator and I have asked them not to. They've not said they won't. They seem to be full steam ahead.
1: So is it actually legal for them to do that? And if it is, What kinds of things should Congress be doing to make sure they don't do it?
2: Well, we are looking into that. I'm not a lawyer. uh, The administration thinks it's legal. I assume there would be a court challenge. I think we should just do other things with our time here. And, of course, we want to get people that are on the rolls illegally or if they've gotten on any fraud. But we also ought to be auditing billionaires tax returns and finding out fraud there you know the white house looks like a retreat for wall street executives they they're always going after the little guy
1: so what does all this mean for us we talked to scott maloof who's an attorney from the rochester new york area who specializes in social media law
2: currently what is done is the social security administration does not allow its uh, adjudicators to look at social media For anybody who's making an application. The only time they use it is for fraud. And that's what the proposal is about. Can they expand that and look into it more
1: broadly, more deeply? So what are our privacy rights with regard to social media now, specifically with regard to the government? Do we have any? This is a really
2: complicated question. And the reason it's a complicated question is because there's so many aspects and, and flavors of social media someone may put a post up that's completely open to the public and in that situation it's very difficult to say you have any privacy interest against the government because anyone in the world anywhere can see it versus maybe just putting out something up on a private account where only you can see it in which case you have a lot more of a privacy interest there and so the real challenge is with things like this is there's every stripe in between of completely public and completely private
1: Now, let's move from social media monitoring to real life, out-on-the-street government surveillance, through security cameras. They seem to be everywhere these days. But out in San Francisco, city officials have decided they're not going to allow the video images recorded by those cameras to be analyzed by facial recognition software. Brian Cooley tells us why.
0: San Francisco has become the first major city to ban the use of facial recognition tech at least by the city's police and other agencies. Its rationale is that it has the potential to deliver more false positives than its value as a criminal ID tech warrants. Interestingly, the language of the new rule would also seem to bar the use of facial recognition to scan recorded surveillance video from a time and place where a crime has taken place. It does, however, leave open the door to facial recognition tech after meaningful public debate and does not speak to the use of it by private entities on private property. Automatic license plate readers are a similar technology, and some don't like the idea of their vehicle being automatically scanned all the time. Ironically, data companies like those you've welcomed onto your phone probably know who is where and when almost as well as these technologies. Know what's next at CNET.
1: Next, we move from surveillance that our own government is already doing to what other governments might do if they have the ability to spy on us through telecommunications networks and mobile devices. The Trump administration has issued an executive order preventing Chinese telecommunications giant Huawei from acquiring American technology without government approval and banning its equipment from U.S. networks. The order calls it a national economic emergency, and they cite potential risks to national security, including cyber espionage. Economist Rebecca Harding says the move comes amid growing trade tensions between the U.S. and China. It's about the capability of all of this type of technology to be able to go into other systems and find out things. So the problem is actually now we have Huawei, which is very powerful, and it's owned by the state. Mm -hmm. There was another cyber attack on a public entity in our area this week. This time it was the Coventry School District where they actually had to cancel classes one day as they scrambled to recover. Coventry School Superintendent Lisa Blau.
2: We had several reports about different accounts such as Amazon.com, PayPal, things of that
1: nature that were already hacked into. The FBI is helping with that investigation as they try to determine the extent of the damage. Also today, some news about what the government is doing to protect you from robocalls. Gary Nunn has the story. We all get them and wish they would stop.
3: This is Susan with credit card relief. Oh. Robocalls by the billions relentlessly flood landlines and cell phones. Five billion just last month. Some friendly, some threatening. You
2: will be taken under custody by the local cops.
3: The FCC stepping in. We've authorized carriers to block robocalls from certain spoofed numbers. FCC head Ajit Pai also says that users can choose to get calls only from numbers in their contacts list. It's unclear if international calls can be stopped. CBS tech contributor Nick Thompson. This will help with... Will it empty the ocean of robocalls? No. And eventually, he says, robocallers will figure out ways around it. Gary Nunn, CBS News.
1: There's some novel new technology on the horizon that could save billions of dollars and billions of lives worldwide. Jim Chenevy tells us how. Global warming,
2: climate change.
1: Whatever you call it, the Earth is slowly getting warmer, and scientists say human
2: activity is a prime factor. And as the global population continues to grow, the problem is likely to get worse unless something is done to reduce greenhouse gases. Well, now a team of scientists from the U.S., France, and Iceland has developed a process by which carbon dioxide can be collected and stored underground by turning it into rock. The technology mimics the process of carbon being absorbed by basalt rock, a process that normally takes place over thousands of years. What the scientists have done is capture the CO2 using steam and then converting it into condensate. Basically, it dissolves the CO2 into water, not unlike soda pop. It's then injected into basalt rock, where it's mineralized over a period of just two years, trapped forever underground. And that's for your information. I'm Jim Chenevy, CBS News.
1: Here in Northeast Ohio, a green energy project that's been years in the making has taken one step closer to becoming a reality. Dave Karpinski of Leadco, which is trying to get approval to build a wind farm about eight miles from Cleveland out in the middle of Lake Erie, tells us they've come to an agreement on technical and environmental issues with the Ohio Power Siting Board.
0: So this is a big deal because we're both in full agreement now on all of the conditions that govern construction operations of the project.
1: So how soon is the project going to start? Do you know yet? So
0: the big thing here is although we've reached an agreement with the staff, there still is more process yet to be done before the full siting board you know, makes their decision. So we think that's several months, but the project could start construction in 2021.
1: And also today, an army of teensy-tiny little robots that can help clean your teeth. Bob Carson has all the sudsy details.
3: Scrape, scrape, dig, scrape. Seems no matter how much you brush or floss. A good cleaning at the dentist always turns up the dreaded plaque. Basically a microbe-infested biofilm. Millions of bacteria in a tough matrix that builds on itself. It even sounds bad. Plaque. At the University of Pennsylvania, a team of engineers, dentists, and biologists is collaborating to attack plaque in a novel way by putting a microscopic robotic cleaning crew right in your mouth. They're called CARS, catalytic antimicrobial robots. The team developed CARS packed with iron oxide nanoparticles in a solution. Directed by magnets, they push plaque off the surface like a tiny plow. Their second type of microbot targets and destroys biofilms clogging enclosed tubes. In tests, both worked with high precision on a flat glass surface inside tubes. And yes, on the hard-to-reach irregular nooks and crannies of human teeth. Degrading the protective matrix, killing the embedded bacteria, and removing the biofilm. Gone. The system is being considered for removing biofilms from water pipes, catheters, implants, and more. An army of plaque-busting bots should give all of us another reason to smile. Discover more at NSF.gov.
1: And that's it for now. See you next week.
0: That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Tune in next week for more tech news and find out more online at WAKR.net. Take home the Honda of your dreams during the Honda Dream
1: Garage Spring event going on now. Visit NorthernOhioHondaDealers.com.